0: Hello and welcome to another episode of With Religion Behind Me, the podcast where I, your host Javier, will share stories and experiences of my life growing up as a Jehovah's Witness. Now, if you have actually been listening to this podcast from the beginning, um, you'll have noticed that there's a little bit of time between the last time I recorded, um, and with good reason. So I don't think I ever said this on the first handful of episodes, or if I did, I don't remember, um, but my wife was actually, uh, pregnant. We were expecting, um, our first baby boy together. And thankfully, um, we did have, uh, we did have him September 7th. He was born, uh, Luca is what we named him. Um, and he was born healthy, um, a little, a little smaller than, than we had expected. Um we were under the impression based on, you know, some of the ultrasounds and some of the information we had, um, during her pregnancy that, you know, we were to expect a slightly larger, larger baby. Um, however, that was not the case. Um, he was born at just six pounds and 14 ounces. Um, so did have to scramble and, um, head to the store quick and grab a few more newborn items, um, than we had originally expected. Um, as a matter of fact, some of the newborn items that we provided him in for him actually seem really big. Um, just for kind of shits and giggles, um, I did find a couple of preemie uh, outfits, and they fit him perfectly. Um, so, yeah, very, very small baby boy, um, but he is doing great. Um, so that is part of why I have not recorded in a while. Another part of that is... Um, I was we were moving Um, so one week before giving birth um, and we had a scheduled c-section so we knew when when the um, birth was going to happen you know barring some sort of you know emergency we knew september 7th was our our due date Um, but yeah one week before having uh, our baby um, we were moving so that was another kind of a little bit more of a stress you know stressful addition to kind of already what was going to be a joyous obviously occasion but at the same time you know anytime you are expecting um you know there's some nerves and some stress involved with you know obviously the unknown um but yeah so there was that aspect of it as well um and then um also i feel like i just needed to step back for a second. I know I've only recorded a handful of episodes. so I'm not trying to sound like, oh my God, this was so stressful and I just needed to break. No, I understand, you know, I've listened to podcasts. Um, I obviously have my own favorite podcast that I listen to. And, you know, sometimes the host will say, you know, hey, you know, we're taking, you know, some time off for a few weeks or for a few episodes, whatever. So I completely understand that. In my case, it wasn't so much that I was burnt out from, from, you know, recording these podcasts, um, it was just more, some things kind of started changing with kind of where uh, the direction of this podcast was going. Um, So I almost feel like I, you know, should record a new mini episode. Um, So to give you a little bit of insight into what I'm referring to, um, I am seeing somebody for um, some therapy. Um, I do struggle with some, you know, mental health issues and, um, you know, obviously our family growing, um, things at work just, you know, I felt like it was time for me to, to talk to somebody. Um, I have done, you know, therapy in the past. Um, but the thing is when I had done therapy in the past, I don't think I was doing therapy for the right reasons. I don't think what I was actually going to therapy for or thought I needed therapy for was actually anything I really did need it for. Um, at the time I think I was just young and I think I was just under the impression that, you know, the world should be different than it was. Um and so I don't think I was using the therapy at the time the right way. Um and now, along with this podcast and along with kind of some of the changes that have come over the last couple of years, I really feel like it was time to not only open up about my past, um, here on this podcast, but I think it was also important for me to open up with, you know, professional help. Um, obviously, you know, talking about it on this podcast is helping me. Um, and hopefully, I-, I don't know who is out there listening, but hopefully if, if uh, somebody out there is kind of going through something similar, uh, you know, all I can say is I hope this podcast helps. I don't know if that's the case. Obviously, I probably will never know unless somebody writes and says, hey, this is helping me. But, you know, um, anyway, the point is that I hope if you are in a similar situation, I hope, you know, my story kind of helps you, um, decide your next move. However, I also know that me talking into a microphone is probably not the only thing I need to do to kind of get through this. Um, and so I, you know, started seeking, um, some, some professional help. I work for, um, an employer who thankfully has employee assistance programs in place. Um, and so I was able to take advantage of that and kind of get set up with a, with a counselor and, and start talking. Um, it's not necessarily always just about growing up a Jehovah's Witness, um, but however, I do feel that a lot of issues that I have stem from my not having a normal childhood. Um, and so there's a lot of things that I don't handle the way I should because, you know, um because of the way I was brought up. So, I'm not trying to pin everything on having grown up a Jehovah's Witness. There are some things that are in my control that I need to be better about. However, I do feel that there are some things that I'm I'm going to need some extra help with because of the way I grew up. So, the reason I bring this up is um in one of my last therapy sessions that I had, um I was talking with my counselor specifically about the fact that I started this podcast. Um, and so, you know, he first things was like, hey, that's great. You know, awesome that you're, um, you know, taking that route to kind of vent and speak up and, and kind of get thoughts that are in your head out, you know, out loud and, and see how that does for you. However, when we were talking about it, it kind of started making me realize that the vision I had for this podcast in the beginning, and I think in the mini episode or One of the episodes I talk about how I don't want this to turn into a podcast where I'm, you know, trashing Jehovah's Witness or, um, you know, saying all religion is bad and organized religion is horrible or blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not trying to change anybody's minds on whether they believe in God or not or whether they want to serve, you know, a church or anything like that. That's not the point of this podcast and even honestly the point of this podcast was never for me to really kind of say anything negative either way um however one of the things that i started noticing is that as i was speaking into the microphone i was naturally having kind of immediate reactions so there are some episodes where after the mini episode where i say hey i'm not gonna you know bash witnesses blah 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 then in a future episode, you'll hear me say, that's stupid. That was bullshit how I grew up and blah, blah, blah. Because I'm having a natural reaction to the the very own story I'm telling. It's almost like suddenly I'm in the audience and listening to my own words saying, that's fucked up that, you know, they put you through that. So... I'm not saying that now I necessarily am going to be anti-Jehovah's Witness or anti-religion and that this suddenly this podcast is going to turn dark and anything like that. No. But I do think that I need to be more honest um, on this podcast. I need to react, um, you know, instead of just saying, oh, I'm not going to have an opinion on something. No, I am going to have an opinion. Um, And the reason I feel I can have an opinion on something is because I lived it. So, for example... If I'm at work and a a coworker, um, you know, brings up the whole point of like, oh, witnesses don't celebrate birthdays. I went through that. I know what it's like to not celebrate your birthday. I know what it's like to when you're in school and the teachers know that it's your birthday and you have to tell them beforehand, hey, please do not say anything about my birthday. Um, You know, we don't celebrate birthdays, blah, blah, blah. I know what that's like. Now, somebody else might hear And have an opinion who didn't grow up a Jehovah's Witness, who doesn't know what that's like firsthand, and have a very strong opinion. In my case, I have an opinion because I went through it personally. And that's why I feel like I have to be honest and react if I do have a reaction. Now, I don't want to react just for the sake of reaction. So if I say that something is bullshit, or if I say that's fucked up, that I had to go through that, I really mean it. I'm not going to say something's bullshit just to say it's bullshit. No. Um, And I think that's part of why I needed to take just a little bit of a break from the pod was to kind of, you know, formulate my thoughts on that. Um, I did have a couple of therapy sessions during that little break. And and I think that helped. Um, But I think I'm ready to kind of get back into into the podcast. Um, Obviously, you know, there's maybe a handful of you that are out there that are actually listening and actually kind of paying attention every week and for the new episode. And, and that's great. You know, that's a handful more people than I probably would have expected in the beginning. Um, so I'm going to, you know, be, try to be a lot more consistent, um, with, with this pod, um, and get out content. And actually, I just realized I don't even remember the email. I think it's just with religion behind me at gmail.com. So if you have any questions with religion behind me at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions or any topics you would like to hear, um, that's where you can send that in. Otherwise, I, hopefully that, that kind of explains the little bit of time off between the last episode. Um, I want to say it's probably like a month and a half since I've last recorded. Um, but yeah, so first thing I want to do to get into this podcast, um, is again, let's talk about the fact that, you know, our family just grew. So like I said, we did have, um, a healthy baby boy. Um, his name is Luca. Um, we actually named him Luca Nicolás Vega. Um, Nicolás was my father's name. Um, and so I thought, you know, it'd be nice to, to have, uh, my, my father's name as his middle name, um. I have a really weird, or not weird, I just, I, my father didn't get to see this inside of me, this part that no longer has religion. Um, when he was dying, I was still very much, you know, kind of between the two worlds. Um, so I still have this like really soft spot for my father. Um, there's a lot of things that I still think about with him. Um, I still feel like, you know, religion aside, a lot of the things that he taught me are still applicable. Um, I am by no means uh, you know, perfect dad, or honestly, a lot of times I'm very hard on myself and don't think I'm a very good father in the first place. Um, and I, you know, religion aside, you know, the things that my dad did to make sure that you know, there was food on the table that, you know, we had. Now, obviously, I grew up a Jehovah's witness. So the life that, you know, we deserved, it is kind of a weird way to say, but I think in his heart, his intentions were good. Um, you know, whether I now as an adult accept that life or not, you know, is beyond his control. He did what he felt was important for his family. And so I will always, you know, hold the utmost respect and love for him, um, for having done that. So it was, we named him Luca Nicolas Vega, um, you know, his little tribute to my, to my father. So, um, that being said, the reason I bring that up again. Um, so when we had my our, our, my daughter, Mila, um, my wife and I, that was our first child together. We each have um, a child from separate relationships. So this was our first child together. Um, and I was off from work. I, again, work for an employer that actually provides um, parental leave for the, for the father as well. Um, so I had a few weeks off, was home. And the interesting thing is, I don't really remember that time off. Um, it was during COVID. Um, so there wasn't really a whole lot of options of things to do. I mean, obviously, you know, you could still always go to a park, but we also had her in February. Um, So it was, you know, middle of the winter, cold, snowing. It wasn't just like, you know, let's jump on the stroller and go outside for a walk. You know, it was very cold. Um, not as cold as Wisconsin, but still very cold. Um And so... I don't really remember kind of, you know, being there and, and, and I don't want to say like loving it. No, I mean, obviously I loved the time I got to spend, you know, with, with my baby girl. Um, but I just, I don't really remember all the little things anymore. Um, however, this time, so I actually coincidentally go back to work tomorrow. Um, so I had, Technically four weeks off this time. I I took an extra week to, you know, help with the move and prep and everything. So I was off for four weeks. Um and this time I don't want to go back to work. Um, not that I wanted to go back, you know, that first time or anything like that. But I mean like I really just I'm sitting here dreading the idea of going back to work tomorrow. Um and you know, I love what I do. I've been doing it for, you know, 17 plus years. Um, I work in healthcare um, and I love what I do. So it's not like I hate my job and that's why I don't want to go back. No, I just, I, I genuinely love, now obviously there are moments where, you know, you, you have an infant and then you have a toddler. Um, so yeah, things get a little chaotic, but at the same time, I would rather deal with that than go back to work. So I'm enjoying every moment of it. Obviously it's coming to an end. I go back to work tomorrow, um, but you know, it's, it's interesting that I don't remember having that mindset the first time, soaking everything in. Um, you know, it just feels like the, the, when, when we had Mila, it was just all a blur. Um, so I'm very, very bummed out that, I go back to work tomorrow. Um, It is kind of nice that I'm going back on a, you know, midweek on a Wednesday, because I feel like if I had to go back on a Monday and do a whole week after having been off for four weeks, that would be rough. But, you know, hopefully a short week makes it kind of um, okay to just kind of head back. Um, And then this weekend, so like I mentioned, uh, my wife has um, a son from a previous uh, marriage. So um, my stepson who in the future I'll refer to as, as my son. Um, but just to kind of clarify for this pod, since we're talking about, um, Luca, my, my first boy, you know, with, with my wife, um, that way I don't want there to be any confusion, but anyway, it's his birthday. And so we'll be having a little birthday party for him this weekend. Um, so you know, um, we have a birthday coming up. It's fall Halloween's around this, you know, around the corner. Um, before you know it Thanksgiving will be around the corner and before you know it you'll be walking around the store listening to Christmas music because Christmas is right around the corner as well so that being said we're going to kind of talk a little bit about holidays um, but specifically I just want to touch on Halloween I don't uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are such big holidays that I want to dedicate you know an episode to those alone um, but with halloween coming up um i want to talk about kind of some some experiences i I have with that um but first i did you know like i said my my son does have his birthday coming up um my birthday was actually um at the start of the month in september um and then obviously luca his birthday will always be a few days apart from my birthday um so moving forward um you know this is kind of at least in our household um kind of a, a holiday time you know we have my birthday my son's birthday and then, you know, Thanksgiving and, um, Christmas and Halloween, obviously. So, so let's talk a little Halloween. Um, but before we do, let me tell you a little quick story, um, that happened not too long ago. Um, I was picking my son up from his dad's. So he had spent his weekend at his dad's and I went to go get him. And on our way back, it's like a hour drive to pick him up on our way back. Um, and I even put a note in my phone cause I wanted to make sure I didn't, um, say it wrong out of nowhere. So I'm listening to my podcast and he's sitting in the back, just, you know, kind of hanging out. And all of a sudden he asked me, um, Hey Javier, cause you know, it's how he calls me. He say, Hey Javier, um, what did you want to be when you were growing up? And I think immediately I knew the answer. Because I was thinking, well, when I was a kid, I, you know, thought I was going to be doing religion. So, you know, I, I had a, I had that answer. But, you know, to not complicate things and you know talk about religion with him, I said what secretly I probably always knew I wanted. Um, I wanted to be a baseball player. Um, and this is what he said, word for word. He said, "Oh, just like every Mexican kid growing up." Um, wow. So. <laughs> Yeah, he said that. Um, now, obviously, <laughs> I didn't get mad or anything. I, I laughed. I had to. I had to actually laugh. Um, but yeah, that. So, I just wanted to share that that little that little moment. I thought it was pretty funny. But what did I want to be um, growing up? Well, let's talk about Halloween. So, obviously, this is a chance for kids to to dress up, right? Or adults too. I mean, you know, obviously, adults. Take it, you know, just as seriously as, as kids do. Sometimes, obviously, minus the the candy aspect, because as an adult, you can get candy anytime you want. Um, but kids, kids in Halloween, right? So there's the candy, there's the costumes, there's all the the fun decorations. Um, my daughter, as a matter of fact, right now she's um, gonna be 20 months old. She loves. When she sees the Halloween decorations, especially if she sees a ghost, she loses her shit. I mean, she will do the spooky sound. Now, I'm going to regret doing this, but she'll go, ooh, like really, really loud. But at the same time, she does it really, really well. Um, She just goes crazy when she sees, you know, the Halloween decorations. Um, And so just like her mom, her mom obviously loves you know, fall and, um, fall decorations, not necessarily like Halloween decorations, but just fall, you know, in general. Um, so, you know, like mother, like daughter in that regards. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's super cute. Um, we already have, you know, her, her Halloween, um, costume picked out along with Lucas and my sons and everything. So, um, but yeah, kids and kids in Halloween, you know, costumes. Um, I did not celebrate Halloween never once um as a matter of fact um kind of as a you could say revenge um we would it depends so like if halloween happened to land on a wednesday well obviously we had um our our wednesday meeting so we wouldn't even be home but if halloween landed on any other day and we were home We always knew, you know, hey, let's have dinner early, you know, and everybody kind of lights out to their rooms, you know, whatever, because, um, you know, we weren't going to be answering the door um, when kids were knocking for for their trick or treat. And, you know, I've seen it. I've seen memes or I've seen like little gifts or little, you know, skits and jokes about how, you know, this is our chance to knock on Jehovah's Witnesses doors, you know, and and get, you know, revenge or whatever. Um, But, yeah, I didn't I didn't celebrate um, Halloween growing up. As a matter of fact, um, a few days ago, my wife sends me a message about how McDonald's starting sometime in October or whatever, um, is going to have their Halloween trick or treat buckets as their happy meal. And, you know, so she sends it to me, I see it and I make a mention to her. I'm like, Oh, are we going to get one of those buckets for the kids? You know, just making a comment and I don't know if she just misinterpreted how I said it or whatever, she's like, what, you never, you got excited for those? And I was like, babe, I didn't celebrate any holidays. Like what part of that do you not understand? So we had just like a little chuckle because like, you know, she was like, oh, I, I didn't know that you wouldn't have known that. Was like, well, why would I have known that? Why would I have known about, you know, a Halloween trick or treat container? Um, so even with my own wife, sometimes I have to reiterate when I say that I did not celebrate holidays that I did not do anything you know blah blah blah. I mean it like it didn't matter if it was a happy meal for one uh you know my fat ass isn't eating happy meals right I'm getting full-size combos so you know there's that aspect of it that I wouldn't I wouldn't be you know wasting my time with a happy meal but anyway Um, You know, when I said I didn't celebrate holidays, didn't do anything for my birthday, didn't do anything for this Christmas, whatever, like, I mean it, I didn't do any of that stuff. I don't know some of the practices, you know, Um, I don't know what the traditions are or anything like that. I'm genuinely, it's like a foreign language to me. Um, But yeah, so the only memory I do have of, of Halloween growing up now, obviously, as an adult, I have a few different, you know, memories, but as a kid, so I believe it was second grade, second grade. And I don't know if maybe, you know, at your school, they would do this or not. Um, but they would put on like a little haunted house, you know, for your, for your classroom. And, you know, they would, they'd pick a time during the day and, you know, you'd go through it and blah, blah, blah. Right. Second grade is the only time I remember having an interest in it. And so I did it. I went through, um, I went through the the haunted house. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm like 99% sure it was just the classroom. They decorated it, had a few little scary things. And then I think they just shut the lights off. Right. So nothing, too, nothing crazy. Right. And I felt so guilty that I went home and told my mom and dad, I went through a haunted house and we had a big spiritual talk and that was that, right? No, that's not what happened. Um, I went through the haunted house that part did happen how i got busted um was i got i got ratted out um at the time i don't know if you'll remember from from the uh pizza party incident from one of the first episodes my mom specifically but my dad as well but my mom specifically was always always trying to help anybody on the congregation that needed help right You know, whether it was a home cooked meal, whether it was a ride, whether, you know, somebody in the congregation was in the hospital and we needed to take care of, you know, their house or bring them food after they were discharged. You know, anything my mom could do to help, she always wanted to do. And so with that came the fact that there was a lot of times we hosted families um, for, you know, days, weeks, months at a time. Um, you know, we would get random families that moved from a different state and, you know, the elders would ask my mom, Hey, do you know, do you want to help, uh, this family get, you know, situated? And of course my mom was always absolutely the house, you know, is anybody's. Um, so we had this family at the time living with this and they had two daughters. Um, we'll call, we'll call this particular person, Vicki, just so that I don't, in trouble i don't know why but just we'll say her name was vicky um so vicky was the same age as me so we were actually in the same class so as long as they were with us they got registered into our school and so i was technically going to school with her and so when i did that haunted house well she didn't right because she was also jehovah's witness um and so she ratted me out to to my parents um and you know I I told my my mom and dad, you know, I I obviously don't remember exactly that word for word what our conversation was, but it wasn't like I tried to deny it or anything. Because for one, I mean, I was seen. So what's the point of denying it? Um, But, you know, I just I just genuinely said, you know, I was I was curious. I was interested in in what that was all about. Um, And here's an aspect of Jehovah's Witness that I'll kind of briefly kind of say was fucked up um so just to kind of remind everybody you know it doesn't doesn't matter what religion you are there's always going to be good people and bad people so just because somebody claims to be a christian or claims to be a jehovah's witness or claims to be catholic or claims to be whatever doesn't necessarily mean they're a good person right it's just what they're claiming to be Um, but on the on but on the flip side there are good people in all sex of all uh sex of jeez why do i keep saying sex in all religions and all forms of, you know, beliefs and everything, you know, um, there are good people. There are people that are genuine and honest. Um, so I say that like as a Jehovah's witness, there are Jehovah's witness that are really good people that truly believe, truly try to, you know, live their life pure and, and, you know, not judge and, and help anybody they can. And then there are, I have to admit it, there are Jehovah's witness who are phonies, you know, that, in the congregation will act one way but then outside of the congregation or a whole other way and that's a lot of times what people hate have problems with organized religion is that um, you know that two-faced or those lies you know they act one way in front of one person and then a whole another in front of another um, so this family was the epitome of that um, so after months and months and months of my parents hosting them and of course when I say host I mean host like they're not charging them rent they're not they're Literally, my mom was helping this family get situated in their new home. Right, they were from Florida, I believe. Oh. So from Florida to Wisconsin, it's pretty pretty big change. So my parents are helping them. You know, gave up our basement. That, you know, they it was the husband, wife, and and two kids. Uh, my mom gave up the basement. Said the basement's all yours. You know, feel free, um, make this your home. You know, and after all of that. All, and we had a couple of other like kind of like situations with them similar to the one that i just went through with this vicky character you know ratting me out and everything um they ultimately ended up leaving like in the middle of the night never said anything never said goodbye never said thank you just up and left never you know to really see them face to face ever again you know i wouldn't say never to hear from them again but never kind of like face to face uh so do I think there are shitty people amongst Jay was Witness? Absolutely. Absolutely there are shitty people because there are shitty people amongst anybody and everyone, okay? Um, so yeah, she ratted me out. That's how I was able to, or not able to, but that's how my parents and I went through that haunted house. Aside from that, that's the only time in school that I ever really remember um, doing anything about for Halloween. Um, now, in high school, middle school, I don't think i don't think there was anything like that. i mean maybe in like middle school there was like a halloween dance or maybe like a fall dance or something like that never went to dances so i wouldn't know um never dressed up so i wouldn't know anything about that like i'm sure there was probably like days where the school said you know you know it's halloween you guys can dress up if you want whatever never did any of that second grade was the only time that i truly remember thinking i want to check this out and like i said i was told on so maybe that's what deterred me from ever really caring about it again. Obviously, eventually I would grow up to live a double life, and therefore, you know, that's probably the most mildest thing that I that I did. Um, now, as an adult, I haven't done a whole lot of Halloween. Um, there was a little kind of, you know, brief part of my life where after I left the religion and kind of was on my own, um, but before I fully, fully... Committed to leaving the religion, so this is when I was still, you know, kind of one foot in, one foot out. However, you know, still kind of every once in a while showing up to meetings, but not really taking it seriously. Um, not ready yet to tell my my mom everything I had done, and therefore eventually lead to being disfellowshipped. Um, you know, I went through a partying phase, so you know, um, definitely Halloween at the bars and stuff, and um i don't remember the exact name of it but if you're from madison wisconsin you'll know state street halloween big party i i want to say was it fright fest um they call it something very specific and i went to it one year and um definitely you know way way different than i had ever done anything in my life um one year i actually even dressed up um but to show you how not fully committed i was yet to leaving the religion all I did to dress up was, so I worked for a hospital, so I had scrubs, access to scrubs, so I just grabbed some scrubs, surgical mask, you know, surgical cap, some, you know, shoe covers, um, and a surgical gown. And then um, when I showed up to a friend's to pregame, um, I don't know if it was like, I, actually, I take that back. I don't know if it was her idea to, to add to the costume or if it was just once I got there, I said, hey, can you add this? But anyway... Just to kind of spice it up a little bit, we threw fake blood all over me um, to kind of make it seem like, you know, I was a bloody surgeon, but I don't know if it would have been a bloody surgeon from just being in the operating room or a bloody surgeon because I was like evil or or whatever. But anyway, I dressed up. Um, I don't really remember caring either way, though. Like It wasn't necessarily like I was doing it because I really wanted to do Halloween. I think it was just, you know. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? I'm young, I'm going out, I'm partying, it's Halloween. It's supposed to, This is supposed to be what I, what I do, right? Um, it wasn't necessarily that I cared really that much about the, the, the Halloween. So, the reason I kind of tell you all that is because now that I have kids and a family, I want to do all that stuff. Now, do I necessarily care, care about it? I would say no but because of my kids because of my wife I do care Um, for example this Friday Hocus Pocus 2 comes out and let me tell you when I say I could care less about that but you know what I'm gonna be doing Friday when I get home from work and the kids are asleep I'm gonna be watching Hocus Pocus 2 with my wife why because she cares about it so I care about it just like when the big game is on and she's watching it because I want to watch the game. Okay. Like that's, that's, you know, that's fair, but I could care less about Hocus Pocus too. I'm telling you that right now. I could give two shits about it. Um, she made me watch the first one. Um, could not tell you a single line from that movie could care less about Hocus Pocus, but uh, that's what I'll be doing this Friday uh, because it is, you know, the season, uh, I will have some pumpkin beer while i'm watching it with her Um, i'm actually having one right now uh, and it's very delicious Um, it's voodoo ranger Um, it's their pumpkin pumpkin spice or atomic pumpkin Um, but it is spicy it is pretty good uh, i won't lie Um, so i'll probably be having one of those when i'm watching hocus pocus two with her so let's bring this all back now so with religion behind me let's just say now i do celebrate Halloween let's just make it that simple with religion behind me I celebrate Halloween not because I care about it but because I know that I would rather um, you know do it for my family than put my kids through I don't want to say necessarily the embarrassment but the fact that you know I don't want to say like that you should always succumb to peer pressure, but if all your friends in school, you know, are doing this thing and it's obviously sanctioned by the parents and the school and everything, like it's not that kids are jumping off a bridge. Obviously, you know, we all know that saying. If your friend was jumping off a bridge, would you too do it too? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about more than likely a Halloween party at the school or dressing up or whatever, or trigger treating. I would rather not put my kids through That you could say embarrassment a little bit um, or that pressure of having to explain and defend, you know, something that who knows if they really, truly feel it because they are so young. Um, I I don't want to do that to them. And that will be kind of the theme with a lot of, you know, holidays and a lot of just decisions that are made, like just knowing everything that I went through and how now as an adult, like it still kind of fucks with me. I don't want that for my kids. Um, and I've had a lot of time to think about that um, recently, especially since I know that I've wanted to kind of talk about this out loud more, um, whether it's via therapy, whether it's the podcast. But I do know that I've wanted to express this. Um, when I was younger, you know, I had one foot in religion, one foot out. But for the first time in my life, you um, in the last couple of years, I've had both feet out. I've been completely out of it. Um, however, I wasn't opening up about it. I was simply kind of holding in all this resentment while being out um, to the point where, you know, my mom, and that's a whole another subject. Um, the relationship I have with my mother is a very complicated one right now um, because of the fact that I'm disfellowshipped. But because she wants to see her grandkids, you know, I tell her. Um so not too long ago you know she she had said you know now that you know her grandson was born she's like I really hope I get to meet him a lot sooner than I did with Mila cuz it took a while before she got to you know meet Mila and I told her whenever you want you have a home here on my end there is absolutely no issue I don't care if she's a Jehovah's witness or not I don't care about what the rules say that she can or can't do, I don't care if you want to see your grandkids, they're right here. You will always have a home here. however, it's not the other way around, so we have a complicated relationship um but yeah i don't want to put i don't want to put my kids through that um, so I've had a lot of time to think you know over these last couple of years, and especially recently uh as of this year and as of the decision to you know, seek therapy and, um, you know, start this podcast, I've really had both feet out of religion. And so I'm really kind of dissecting a lot of the way, a lot of the things that happened to me growing up. And I'm like, Nope, not a chance. There's some good things. I won't lie. There are definitely some good things that because of having grown up Jehovah's Witness, I feel like I am. Um, I'm very respectful of my elders. I'm very respectful of people, Um, you know, I've had it said to me many times in my life, especially like, remember that word in the world. Um, so in the world, I remember people would be like, you know, Javier, you're so young, you're so, um, well-spoken, you know, you're so respectful and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that anybody that isn't a Jehovah's Witness is the opposite and they're not respectful. No, but I do know for a fact that I can attribute that to the fact that I grew up kind of, you know, very active in this congregation. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. I know where that comes from. It comes from the the religion. It comes from the congregation. It comes from my father and my mother as well to raise me to be respectful, um, you know, to my elders and, you know, to my, you know, fellow human beings. Um, But unfortunately for me, that good does not outweigh all the bad stuff that I feel about with religion. So I won't be exposing my, my kids to that um, they are free to believe whatever they want to believe. I'm never going to force them to not do something because of my experiences. If they seek to choose to live a life of serving, you know, higher power. Okay. Uh, you know, I just hope you know what you're doing and I hope you know when to recognize if you're not happy and all that stuff, but yeah, absolutely. You know, do what, do what you feel is right. Um, but anyway, not to get, um, super deep into that, um, you know, conversation, um, with religion behind me, I celebrate Halloween. It's that simple. Um, you know, Halloween's very much approaching, um, the kids, like I said, we have their costume ideas. Um, we have our local events that we will be going to, um, here in our neighborhood, um, the zoo and the parks that are putting on shows. And, you know, I'm all for that. I want to do all that. Um, you know, but at the same time, I can be honest when I say I'm doing it for my family. I I don't really care for me personally. Um, so, that being said, with religion behind me, I celebrate Halloween. Um, please pray for me uh, this Friday with watching Hocus Pocus two. Um, but I just kid. If you're listening, babe, I, I'm I'll watch it with you. Don't don't worry. I just you know, not really my cup of tea. But anyway. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I know it's a little bit longer than most episodes um, but I just felt like I wanted to explain a couple of things for sure um, any questions or comments or um, ideas for future episodes with religion behind me at gmail.com um, I would be I would love to read um, you know your comments or ideas for topics um, so yeah send those there otherwise I'll see you in the next episode Thanks everybody